Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. But yeah, so the guy who came to my house and destroyed my property because I did not pay him within 24 hours decided not to pay his lawyer. Uh, (laughs) Sweet irony. Yeah, uh, and there's a really great clip out there um, from KRD. I I was hoping you were going to bring this up because this is... Do you have the ability to play it? Because it's pretty hilarious. But walking out of court Thursday unprompted, spoke to our cameras for the first time. You know there's people kidnapping babies out there and selling dope, right? Pretty great. Yeah, so... Um, this quote is the quote of the year. Maybe. The year's not over and we still have another court date, so... When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. Now, we've got a special episode here today. If you have watched on social media, last year maybe caught it on Inside Edition, uh, it was all over the news. Remember that contractor that broke into their client's house and started swinging the sledgehammer and absolutely destroyed a bathroom because he wasn't getting paid in time? Yeah, we're going to talk about the update here. So the first two segments here in the show, we're going to talk the team that actually repaired her shower and rebuilt it. So we've got William White and Jason McDaniel that went out there to actually rebuild the shower with a whole team of people. Now, Carolyn and I had been talking to them here, so we're going to get into that. And then later on in the show, we'll be talking to Amber and find out the update for this whole story. So now we're going to start at the very beginning. And don't worry, this one won't disappoint. First off, we're going to oh, we're gonna go to the top here. We're going to go to Jason McDaniel. Uh-uh. A little, uh, little stone man, a little lord of the global tile posse. Jason McDaniel, brother, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. And then, of course, we got our good friend, William White from Artex. Absolutely. <laughs> so anybody out there that has been watching this crazy story out there, and, you know, I've been in the kitchen and bath design world uh, for 30 years. I've had people rip me off that didn't pay for kitchens and not for a second did I think of, oh, I'm going to go take it back. (laughs) And sure enough, somebody (laughs) had the crazy idea that they were a used car salesperson and they went in to go take something away when that wasn't even the issue. And I want Jason, I want you to tell the story here because you have been on this on this since day one, brother, about Amber and her story. You've turned that turd into a diamond with a lot of help. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it started, I, I just was on in a little trip, uh, you know, in Chattanooga and, and uh, Jeremy Johnson had posted 
the video in, in my, my group, uh, global tile posse. And, and so, you know, obviously you see the, the video and you're, I mean, the first time I saw it, I just kind of was like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is, this can't be real or, or whatever, you know? And, uh, and so, uh, you know, obviously the, the comments start coming in and then you realize that this is not a joke and this actually happens. So, uh, you know, I didn't, I hadn't really thought about it much after that point, got on a plane, got home, uh, just was, you know, had a really interesting moment where I was sitting at the Island and, and, you know, Kim was kind of standing across from me and I just was like, man, I've got this overwhelming feeling like I have to reach out to this woman and, and try to find her, try to, try to, try to track her down. Um, it, 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 it was interesting cause it hit me hard. Like I just, I could feel it in my bones. And so I thought, you know, man, maybe I'll call email the radio station. So I did, I, I, or the, the news station, I, I emailed yep. KRDO and I copied, I think William and, and Aaron and Mark Walsh and some other people thinking if I have some other people paying attention to this, maybe, maybe they'll see something happen. So, you know, the next day, check my email, check my email and, and nothing came through. And obviously I, I started feeling really anxious. You know, my, my, my <laughs> thought was if I have to watch somebody else do this bathroom, I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, it's good. I'm not going to be okay with that. So, uh, so then I thought, okay, how can I, how can I find, you know, Amber? Um, she wasn't on Facebook and, and I didn't, I looked around at a couple other things. And so I found her in the most annoying place of all time, which is LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, I, I, I see these, like, I see these LinkedIn things on my email and LinkedIn's always like, Oh, come join. And I'm like, I'm like, I hate you LinkedIn. I don't want to be a part of it. So I, I found her and, uh, and, and I, I, I pretty much put the same message out there. I had to pay the 60 bucks to become a pro LinkedIn person and send her the message. And, <laughs> um, you know, the, you the message just, um, <laughs> it, it basically said, Death star tractor beam. It said, uh, I'm Jason McDaniel. And I told her my credentials, 2018 rockstar award winner, certified tile installer, evaluator, blah, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and. And I said, I've got a lot of really amazing partners in this industry. I, I I can put this bathroom together at no cost to you, and and we can deck it out and do whatever you want: floor heat, linear drain, scrap, whatever. Nice. And uh, so I didn't really expect to hear from her, but five minutes later, she sent me uh, a, a message back. And um, and obviously, I at that point I was like, all right, we're that <laughs> we're that much closer, you know. Um, Finally, so, uh, finally, getting yeah. closer. Yeah. So, so then, um, you know, I, I knew, and William knows this about me. If I can get you in front of me or get you on the phone, it's it's done deal. <laughs> and I just thought, I gotta get her on the phone, and 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 I'm and I, you know, it, my passion will come through, and and it'll work out. So I got her, I got her to call me, and um, and it was it was an interesting. There was that I had that feeling inside, like, holy crap, this is yeah. happening you know? Um, and she called me and we talked and, and she was, Amber is a very, very cool person. And, um, you know, she's just a normal person that had a really horrible thing happen to her. And she was getting shredded on in the media, people saying you get what you pay oh, for. Yeah. And all this I was, crap. I was jumping on yeah. defending her on stuff because things have posted up and I'm like, Oh, this is the same Amber. Wait a minute. And cause her social media thing is not the same. And so her and I ended up right. becoming There's social media friends that way. So there were two separate narratives. There was many of the news outlets said that homeowner didn't want to pay. And and then there was Amber's side, which was she had already paid, you know, and she just wanted to see the job that was finished. And she wanted the glass to be complete. She, she wanted the job done and she wanted to be able to put eyes on it. 
Yeah, and the, the the story, the the real story about what happened, you know, with all of that is that they had glass in their contract or whatever you want to yeah. call it, and um, and they so they she had they said, hey, can you pay us? And she said, you know, what about the glass? And they said, well, it's ordered. And she said, hey, send me a receipt. Let me know that to show me that it's ordered. And then I'll get home. She knew the work was really bad. She felt like, oh, crap, what am I, how am I going to, how am I going to confront them? She was having that feeling. It was just the day of that, that they left, that they're asking for money. I mean, they didn't even, like, I give my customers an opportunity to, to sit in the space for a minute. I mean, by the time my customer goes into the space, they're like, when can we pay you? And, and that's really yeah. what, you know, the, his response was a nervous response. His response was a, holy crap, this is so awful. I know I'm not going to get paid. I got to get this money as yeah. soon as possible. So then, then, you know, uh, she basically said, I want to see a receipt. And then they backed out of the glass. They said, you know what? We just won't do the glass. We'll pull it out of the contract. And that's when Amber said, look, I got to get home and, and we'll evaluate and we'll talk about the payment. And that's when he said, I'm on my way to your house. I'm going to take back my work. Um, and that, so that's what really happened. You know, obviously now that I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, you know, 15 feet away from the bathroom. So <laughs> having been here and seeing the work, I can understand why she was so freaked out, but uh, you know, to, to, to kind of finish what happened with, with me being here and getting William and Ardex involved, it was, uh, you know, we, she, she had said, Hey, I, I really want to use Colorado contractors for this. And I, and I said, I think that's great. I think you should. And, and I basically said, use me as an outlet. If you have questions, you can call me. I can still try to get the materials provided. You know, I've got connections, so it's all good. And she said that a couple tile contractors from Colorado were going to come over and, and, and look at the bathroom just in about 30 minutes. So I just said, good, good luck, you know, and got off the phone. And, and then, um, she called me back about 30 minutes later and she said, you know, you're not going to believe this, but both of the installers knew who you were. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Legend. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I said, you know, I, I said, I don't want my ego to show here, but I, it doesn't really surprise me all that much. You know, don't go anywhere. We'll get back to the sledgehammer contractor story just as soon as around the house returns. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. If you're enjoying the Around the House show, make sure and hit that subscribe button on the podcast player you're listening to right now. To find out more about Around the House show, head to aroundthehouseonline.com. And of course, thanks for listening to Around the House. What's up? This is Dick Hand Satchel from Steel Panther, and you are listening to Around the House with Eric G. Yeah. We love Eric G, and you should too. around the house show we've been talking about the sledgehammer contractor in colorado springs that whole story now let's get back to the conversation with jason mcdaniel and william white telling the story of how this all came about and then we'll talk with amber trucky with some really big information on where it is now you know and and i'm not saying that in a boastful way i'm just you know i put my face on a freaking phone every dang day so you know i'm the idiot i can't i mean it's like it's either embarrassing that they know they know who i am or it's really cool you know i can't decide yet right so um 
so yeah, so that's how it happened. And and she said, are you willing to kind of to head this out? Are you willing to kind of take the lead and, and, and run this thing? And, and so I was like, done deal. And we kind of made a pact, to be honest with you, Amber, you know, I was freaked out. I mean, if I'm being very transparent, like I was like, I don't want, I don't want to lose this opportunity. I want to do this. So we made a, we made like a a pact. We basically said, I, I, I said, I guarantee you perfection at no cost to you. If you can guarantee me that I'm doing it. And, uh, we made a pact and we actually said, she said, we're on the plane. And, and so every couple days she would send me a text and, and it would be like a plane in the air. (laughs) And it was like, so for a couple weeks we had a, we talked every day, we talked every day. Um, and then, you know, obviously Matt uh, Capo and Jeremy Johnson, the, the Colorado guys were involved. And he, we started a, a three-way uh, group chat and then we started figuring out what we needed to do to get this thing done. And th- those are the things that, that, that people are never really going to know about this project is, is all of the work it took from Portland to make this thing happen. I mean, it, like it was an everyday thing for a couple of weeks. I had to, I had to line up a general contractor that could get a permit for the window framing. Uh, we had to get a plumber. He had to attach to that permit. And I have a, t- I had a time frame that, you know, here I am on a time frame. So by the time I got here, we had the <laughs> dedicated circuit for the, you know, dedicated circuit for the floor heat run. Uh, you know, where we get the fan going, we got the, the window was bought cause we had to replace and put in a new window. Um, so we hit the ground, you know, William and I, uh, William had to sit at the airport and wait for me on, uh, on mon- <laughs> Monday, Monday night, night or Monday yeah, night. Yeah. Yep. and, uh, and then, you know, we, we, uh, uh, got here, we hit the ground hard on Tuesday and, um, yeah, I mean, and, and it's, I'm sure you'll have, you know, things you'll want to know about what we've been doing, but that's really how I got here. And, and I started, I, I, I started making phone calls, brother. Like I got IQ to send Matt and Jeremy IQ saws, uh, Ruby sent them both speak magnet cutters. The NTCA is giving them memberships, go boards, giving them CTI tests. They're going to pay for the CTI test. I really had worked a, like hard, you know, I'm the one that is the social media guy. These guys, they don't do a lot of it. So I wanted to do everything I could to, to get them as much love as possible. And, um, you know, by the time I got here, Amber, I had arranged for her to meet with the tile shop that all the tile was ordered. I gave them the numbers based on seeing the pick, you know, the bathroom in my head. Um, and I can tell you right now, we're pretty much done. So I know we've got enough material. That's kind of, nice. there's the key right there. Um, and and right, a little so, scary at the same time when you're ordering tile from Portland, Oregon. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. So we, it, it I mean, man, like now that it's, uh, I don't even know what day it is. is it's it Saturday? Saturday for you. Bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, now that it's Saturday and, 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 uh, you know, um, super bummed William's not here to be honest with you, but, uh, Oh, you'll uh, see you know, him in a couple days. I'm, I'm, Yeah. But, you know, Amber had picked out the material. We kind of came up with the design. I talked to my buddy, Bill Parker. He got the quick drain and the rapid recess kit. You know, this thing really came together. A lot of work, but it came together. We've been hard at it and we're just about done. So, Jason, can you talk about um, as you started to do the demolition and you started to Mm -hmm. take things apart? What, what did you find, um, about how that shower was put together? It looked like a drunken eight year old did it for his first time to me. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, even talking about the tile setting. I'm talking about the structure behind the tile. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you're give, you're giving him a lot of credit for being eight. I think he was more like three or four. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, you know, I mean, um, yeah, it was awful. It was awful. And and you know, there's a part of this that that we have to be aware of is that it doesn't make me. I mean, I dislike this guy for bringing a sledgehammer into a female's home. It doesn't matter who Amen. it is, right? It's the fact that a that a man came into a woman's house and was violent. That's the end of the dialogue right there. We don't even need to go any further with no the question. story. Anybody that says, like, we could just forget the fact that he took the sledgehammer to the shower, whatever. He could have taken a sledgehammer to a rocking chair. It wouldn't matter. The fact that the sledgehammer came into the house, there's no more dialogue about it. We shouldn't even, we don't even have to talk about it anymore. The, these people out there that are siding with him or saying anything about anything, they need to look in the mirror and ask themselves, like, what insecurities they have to make them say, make themselves say that. So, you know, I mean, it, it, this, so if, if we forget about all that, it makes me sad. It, when I was taking that shower apart, I felt sad that, that, that these people, um, that they don't have, it makes me sad for the industry because th there's just such a huge gap in the, in, in, in the training and the education in this mm -hmm. industry. There is a huge problem with 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 this industry when it comes to certain trades tile i think is at the top of those trades we don't have the only thing you have to do in tile is a flood test and an, and a floor heat inspection and we didn't even have to have a floor heat inspection here in colorado that is shameful to this trade there should be an inspector that comes in here and makes sure that shower is bomber floor to ceiling because let me tell you this house would have been ruined after two showers House is yep. done. It's done. The, 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 the pan liner was stapled onto the footing. It was sheetrock wrapped curbs with sheetrock screws penetrating it. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. It makes me really sad that, 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 that this, these people that they thought, and they, you know, really, they probably didn't think it was okay. They were just desperate to, to get some yeah. money, right? Got to pay rent. And, and we also, Amber last night, we kind of sat here and talked about, the, the other part of this, which is how sad it is that they were so desperate, yeah. you know, to how, yeah, I got to ask a question, mm. guys, how did Amber come across this contractor and how did she end up using These are all really, this is a really good thing to ask. She, she, she reached out to eight people, okay. eight, wow. eight, only three of them called, got in touch with her. Yep. All three bids, one of the, one of them like kicked her dog, which the dog is rad. Um, <laughs> You're out and, in my book. Uh, and, yep. and, oh my God. Uh, yeah. And, um, and then the, all three, see, people are saying, well, you get what you pay for and blah, 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 blah. All three of the quotes were in a very similar line of cost. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like she said, I'm going to pick the cheapest one. In fact, she didn't pick the cheapest one. She picked the middle one and it even goes further. She got messaged from people that said, that they had these contractors in their house. They did work. The work was bad, but they felt so bad for them that they gave them a good review. After the fact, she heard that after the fact. I saw those on yeah, her Facebook so, page, actually, those reviews. I read those, mm -hmm. some of those messages. Wow. So and, Yeah. So there, And the company was also a female-owned company. So who'd, who came to meet with her was a female. So there's a sense of the safety wife, yeah. having a female owned business for a single female like there's a sense of security in that yep now when we come back we'll be talking with amber about the update where it is through the legal system just as soon as around the house returns welcome back to around the house with eric g we've got a special guest in the studio here and 
If you went back and listened to our previous episode, 1229 of the podcast, we told the story here of Amber and the Colorado contractor who wanted to change, I'll put this in my words, wanted to change the terms of the agreement and get paid early, and then went in there with a sledgehammer, entered the house, and tried to, quote, repossess the bathroom. And this seemed like a really good idea. And we had a bunch of friends come in that are friends of Amber's, friends of mine, came in and, and made that wrong or right. And now Amber's been going through the legal system with this chap. Welcome back to Around the House, Amber. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah. You have the story that just keeps on giving. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I just want to go and enjoy my bathroom and be tired of talking about it, right? Yeah, it's it's amazing because it's been a year and it still um, gets brought up a lot. My friends, I think... Uh, enjoy telling it to people when we meet people <laughs> and um, you know, the, the legal stuff is still going on. So that keeps coming up. Um, occasionally people will, you know, kind of look at me and tell me that I look familiar. And then a little later they'll be like, are you the girl? So um, I'm just surprised that after a year, it's still, it's still uh, coming up quite a bit. Well, considering how shocking that video was to people, and how over the top that situation was. I mean, I've got 30 years of the construction and design industry. If I hadn't seen the video, I'd go, really? That happened? Wow. Yeah. That's how crazy that is. Yeah. I mean, that was my first experience with hiring a contractor. So I don't, oh. I don't have much to compare it to. I mean, I would hope that that doesn't happen every time. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, no. I don't have the same life experience to be able to even, I guess, realize how crazy it is, maybe. Your experience should have been more like what Jason and all those other guys were. That's more of your typical contractor experience. The guys that came in and cleaned up that mess. Cause I mean, they could just as a home improvement expert, they didn't do anything right in that whole space. Mm -hmm. I mean, no. you would think that even trying a hundred things, you'd get lucky and maybe get a couple. They didn't. Yeah. I mean, I remember looking at it and, and, you know, I've, I've said this before, my stomach just sank. And I just remember thinking, I could have actually done better than this. And that is saying something because I am not a handy person. And I just remember <laughs> thinking, like, I could have saved myself a boatload of money and actually did this myself and probably done a much better job. So that was shocking to me that it was that bad. Yeah. And I guarantee you would have. I mean, because you would have done the research, figured out how to do it and not just do everything wrong. But so basically my understanding is, is the prosecutor charged those guys with felonies and you've been following through the legal system as the victim. <sighs> yeah, it's been kind of a mess. Um, it's crazy to me that it's taken this long. Um, you know, it, they, they were charged with, um, they're both charged equally with felony burglary, um, felony criminal mischief and something else was on there. Some, some misdemeanor charge. They yeah. both finally agreed to take plea deals um jordan the, the plea deals basically were pleading down to just the the 
felony criminal mischief, um, but like the lowest class felony you can get. So, because of course, you know, I get it. It is crazy as this was for me and as crazy as this was for a lot of people. There's much bigger things going on in this city. They don't have time to, you know, they don't want to take it to trial. It's just it's a pain. Um, So they they pled down. Jordan has no criminal history whatsoever. Um, and so for her, she will get, she's already been sentenced. She gets two years probation. She has to take a class uh, called Making Better Life Decisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best gift right there. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but I mean, clearly, you know, probably, hopefully going to be a helpful class for her. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then also anger management. And I think it was like 150 or 200 hours of community service. If she completes all that and keeps her nose clean for the two years, um, basically the charge just gets taken off her record. So she'll be back wow. to having no record. Um, I don't know what that means for like her license. Cause the, the business was licensed under her. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I saw something that Colorado pulled her license though, right? They they eventually did. They didn't initially because they wanted to wait until she was um, convicted. They had mm-hmm. basically told the news here that if they would have suspended it initially for um, them not pulling permits, because that's all they had at the time, that it would just yeah. be a suspension. And they're like, rather than do that, we'll just wait for her to be convicted and then we can pull it permanently. So they did pull it. Um, Terry's been a bit of a different story. (laughs) (sighs) Talk about bad life decisions. You're not the only victim now either. No. So since my incident, um, you know, and this is just, this is just based off of what I've been told. So I I don't have any, you know, um, we don't have names and addresses, correct? Uh, well, I actually have one name. I'm not going to say it, but I have talked okay. to one of the other victims. Um, okay. Apparently, he was caught on camera. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I can't even say this without laughing because it's that absurd. Like, he was caught on camera destroying somebody else's property. Um, <laughs> I see a pattern. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you would think if you're awaiting court dates to be sentenced for destroying someone's property. Maybe you wouldn't go destroy somebody else's property, but I want to tap the brakes, right? Yeah. Just tap the brakes for a while. But he didn't. So yeah. So he's got a, a criminal mischief misdemeanor. He's been charged with for that. And then it's mm-hmm. my understanding that he was charged with another incident, separate incident, separate victim, another criminal mischief for another misdemeanor, criminal mischief for slashing his neighbor's tires. Awesome. Classy dude. Yeah. Um, And so the last time, not this last time, but the time before when we were in court, um, his lawyer had tried to withdraw from counsel. And when the judge asked why, um, he explained that he had not been paid. Shocking again. (laughs) Another pattern. (laughs) (laughs) And so Terry objected and told the judge she did not want him to be able to withdraw and said it was basically his secretary's fault that he had made a payment and they lost it or something. And the lawyer basically said, I still would like to withdraw, um, you know, and if we can get this payment stuff sorted out, I'd be happy to come back on the case. And so the the judge granted that. And so we Uh showed up uh, this past week for sentencing and sat there for an hour only to finally realize that Terry's lawyer didn't show up to his apparent shock. Um, 
because he still didn't pay him. So, <laughs> so the judge uh, had to reschedule his sentencing and get him a public defender because he qualified for one and he applied for one. But he he seemed kind of surprised that his lawyer wasn't there, that no lawyer was there. I guess he thought you fill out the application for the public defender and like someone just magically appears a few days later. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the guy who came to my house and destroyed my property because I did not pay him within 24 hours decided not to pay his lawyer. Um, <laughs> Sweet irony. Yeah. Uh, and there's a really great clip out there um, from KRD. I wanted to, bring, I was hoping you were going to bring this up because this is. Are you gonna, do, you have, do you have the ability to play it? Because it's pretty hilarious. Walking out of court Thursday unprompted, he spoke to our cameras for the first time. You know, there's people kidnapping babies out there and selling dope, right? It's pretty great. Yeah. So this um, quote is the quote of the year. It, maybe the year is not over and we still have another court date. So, yeah, true. <laughs> um, you know, and the thing is, is he knew the cameras were rolling. He looked right at the camera and, you know, that's the best he had. <laughs> I just I can't and you know I, I post on Facebook privately just to my friends and family to kind of update them on what's going on and people just every time are like you're lying like it, it like you said it's just the story that keeps on giving it never ends it just they just keep giving us more yeah and thank you for putting on the friends and family page because we had a lot of fun with the memes after that did you oh you, you all the memes of everybody after that news story of just the Hold on to your babies. Yeah. <laughs> hide your babies. <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your dope. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, so hopefully this will be the last of the legal stuff. Um, they did actually take me to court in January. They sued me, mm-hmm. um, and they won one hundred and fifty dollars of the thirteen hundred they were asking for, and the judge. They wrote a letter saying it was for a friend of theirs who came over and replaced a hammer arrester, which actually had nothing to do with anything they were doing um, and dismissed the rest of their claim. I've just decided I'm not going to bother suing them. I I don't think they have $4,000. I don't really want to have to pay to garnish their wages. I don't really want to check for $25 every month. Um, Yeah, I, I will give you my personal advice on that. Um, I've had people like that do me wrong and owed me a lot of money. And I looked at it and went, you know, I don't want the stress and I can't get blood out of that turnip. And that's exactly it. It's, it's, there is no, there is no money to get from them in, you know, if there, if I thought I was going to get it in one lump sum, would I still, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I look at the bathroom I have now, I think about how beautiful grateful and blessed i am that so many people i mean it's it still blows my mind how many people chipped in you know whether it was donating materials donating time whatever um it got taken care of and now it's a better bathroom than i was ever going to get so certainly i'm very lucky i'm sure there's other people out there who've had contractors do them dirty and they have horrible things that they have to get fixed and nobody's coming to their their rescue nobody's coming to their aid so do I really want to go back to court and sue some people who aren't going to have the money? And it's just, it's not worth it to me. So no, hopefully after this thing, it'll, it'll just be over. Yeah. But you know what the problem is, is I got a gut hunch that he's going to go out and do this again. And we'll be watching more of this. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess we'll see um, what happens. So the, the difference between him and Jordan is he does have a criminal record. He actually has two uh, prior felony burglaries. So um, they were in Texas, though. And so the way it was explained to me by a few people in Colorado is that Texas's legal system is just kind of wonky. And it's a lot of work to convert uh, criminal uh, convictions from Texas to what we would equate it to here. And so the DA had basically said to me, I've told them that if they decide to take this to trial, we will convert those charges. And this will he will be getting charged with his third. Um, but if he takes the plea deal, we'll consider it his first as far as the sentencing guidelines go. Um, okay. But she strongly felt like he should serve some jail time and he would not accept any jail time. And it was a very, very minimal amount. Um, and he just flat out said, no, I'm not accepting a deal at jail time. And so she suggested, why don't we let the judge decide if you get jail or not? And I guess yeah. he feels like there's no way the judge will give him any uh, jail time. So he said, sure, great. Yeah, let me roll the dice and see what the judge comes up with. Um, which is interesting since he has two misdemeanor criminal charges out there. Wow. I'm just, that guy can't read a room. No, no, no. Not reading, not reading the room well. Not at all. So um, the judge is very aware of the situation she actually asked in one of the hearings you know she said is this the thing i saw all over the news last year so um she's very aware and you know hopefully i'm hoping he gets some jail time i feel like being charged with felonies wasn't enough to keep him from doing it to two more people so hopefully some jail time even if it's a few weeks i mean Anything will help. Yeah. You, can, you can't just go to people's property and destroy their property to bully them and intimidate them. Like that's not like an okay thing to do. But that's where I don't, I don't have a lot of hope for this guy. Cause he's got two felonies. He's done it two times after you. I think he's going to go until he's off in prison. I just worry that it'll escalate. I worry that right now, the thing that stopped him from it going further is the fact that, you know, he, his record isn't ruined yet. I guess um, mm-hmm. yeah. that once he has this on his record, cause his will not be expunged. So he will have this mm-hmm. on his record permanently. Um, I'm worried that once this is on his record and he's having a hard time finding a job and he's stressed out. And the next time he decides to rage out on somebody, maybe he, you know, whatever it was that was holding him back from taking it further, maybe that, that just disappears. And he says, screw it, you know, cause he obviously has some kind of an anger issue where when he's upset with you, his his go to yeah. destroy your destroy your stuff. Um, yeah, you know, and I worry that I think here's my guess. My guess is he's going to do like when he left Texas. He's going to go to another state that doesn't do any research on the contractor records. They're going to pack up and move. They're going to go out to some place that that you just go in and fill out the paperwork and nobody does any background checks and you check the boxes and now you're a contractor. And he's going to do it someplace else until he gets busted again. That's my guess. I mean, or they'll just work without even a license. I mean, we all know there's people out there on Facebook that say, hey, like, I need this done. And people, oh, "Oh, I can do that for this much. And then people just have them come over and do it. Um, I certainly can see them going that route. I mean, they've already moved um, out of the city. I have a feeling they're probably going to move out of the state when this is over. Now, that's a couple of years from now. I don't think that they can leave while they're on probation. But, you know, they could probably get away with having people hire them to come work in their houses without any kind of checking even while they're on probation so uh, yeah well you know here's the thing you didn't get hurt 
You've got a great bathroom now, and these guys have a long, horrible road of doing bad things ahead of them unless they change their ways. So you get to move on with life soon. Absolutely. I mean, and even, you know, this entire year, that that was kind of my thinking, too. Um, You know, a lot of people were actually kind of upset when I said I wasn't going to take them to court and sue them because everybody wanted to see that. Right. Everybody wanted to see me take them to court and win and get my money money back. But, you know, I've got a career. I have a house. I have a dog. I have friends. I have stuff I'm doing. I like to travel. I like to hike. I have all these great things going on in my life. And I had to think about the fact that like they they don't. I mean, they really don't. Their their life at this point now has been at at least for the time being diminished to dealing with this situation. Um, And so I don't feel like I need to exact any kind of revenge. You know what I mean? They they're living pretty i i would imagine miserable lives i can't imagine that going through this is fun in any way i imagine it's probably very stressful um and i don't have that stress i get to relax and kind of just enjoy my life so i don't really feel like i need to prove anything to anybody i know that they did terrible work i know that i already you know paid half of it i wasn't trying to screw them out of any money um and i i don't certainly think that i need to you know make them pay like they're they're paying they're paying so no and why give them the satisfaction of robbing you of all that time that you could be out doing all the things you love while you're sitting there in a courtroom trying to hammer out something that you're gonna have a judgment and literally have no way to collect on it nothing at least not probably for the next two years at the very least so um yeah just seemed really pointless um you know and i wish more was given to jordan yes do i wish more will be given to terry than what he's probably going to get yes but you know they probably wish it was less so um you know the 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 state is going to compromise with them and get what they can get without having to go into a long lengthy trial and initially i was like you know the beginning of this year i was like that's fine whatever go to trial i'll go to trial it's fine you know kind of ready to fight you know and now i'm just kind of like thank you for not taking this to trial (laughs) because i just want it to be over i do i just i just want to enjoy my bathroom and have it be over so I want to be there when uh, you and William start doing on your working on your bathroom. That'll be the fun part, right? William Allen White, if you are listening, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> when are you <laughs> yep. We've talked about it a few times. Um, we've not made plans yet, but this is me officially calling him out. Um, <laughs> let's get this set up and, and get it going because I want to prove. That I can do a better bathroom than Terry and Jordan. <laughs> I want to prove um, that it's not, you know, I mean, not to say it's yeah. not hard. I saw what Jason and, and Jeremy and Matt yeah. did. It's insanely mm-hmm. intricate and, and like the measurements that they were taking. I'm like, no, not for me, not for me. Um, yep. But I also still don't think I would have done as bad a job as Terry and Jordan. So <laughs> I've said that a lot. I feel like I need to prove it. I- do it and uh you know i've known william since i was what 12 so he's gonna hear this for sure oh good good we good. Go. you heard it you heard it, william <laughs> yep we're calling you out brother so that'll be awesome here it yep, is that's gonna be great <laughs> gauntlet thrown well amber thanks for taking the time today to go through this and i know it's not fun but uh i think there's some you, you can help so many people by telling the story of your pain so people can learn that wow look what happened here i better do a better job of researching who i'm bringing into my home and and so these guys don't end up in somebody else's house yeah definitely um you know i (sighs) 
it's weird because I think before this happened to me, I always thought people were just being really extra when they were like, I need references and actually calling them. I'm like, really? Just hire somebody. Um, but I guess I did not ever think in my wildest dreams that it could go this badly. You know, it, it just didn't occur to me. I've heard of like contractor horror stories, but they usually include the contractor just not finishing <laughs> and taking off with the money yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, you know, and I felt like this was a, a small local business. Enough people on Facebook had used them and recommended them that I thought, great. You know, and now it's like, well, were those people their friends, their cousins? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. A couple of those people reached out to me after this incident, two of them actually, and apologized to me and said, I actually recommended them. And I just wanted to say sorry. And I was like, well, why, why did you recommend them? And both said that when they first started working for them, um, they actually did a really good job. And they noticed that they they seemed like they had been kind of struggling lately. And they were just trying to help them out and hoping they could get back on their feet. And I don't, oh. I don't know what that meant, but I can guess. Um Yep. We can, we can read between the lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they just wanted to apologize to me and say, sorry for recommending them. And I, I, I had to bite my tongue cause you know, I'm like, I literally hired them because you recommended them. Um, but you know, that I think serves as a lesson. If I would have called those people and talked to those people on the phone, would they have said the same thing? I don't know. You know, now I've got their phone number. I know their name. I'm talking to them on the phone. It's a little bit harder to, um, fudge or lie to, you know, try to help some people out at that point, you kind of feel like you have to be honest, you know? So, you know, definitely going forward, call references, call references. I mean, and you know, that, that reference you call too, since you're always calling cell phone to cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Have them text you a couple pictures of what their project look like. They'll yes. love sharing it with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Jeremy Johnson, one of the guys that did the the new bathroom, actually um, asked me if he could use me as a reference. And I said, absolutely. And I've had some people call and they did exactly that. They talked to me on the phone. They asked me questions. Um, it felt a little interrogating. I was nervous. I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Is that foolproof? No, but I mean, goodness, it took five minutes to do that. And I wish I would have done that. Exactly. <laughs> I hired them and I didn't. So yeah. a good piece of advice that you're giving folks to do that due diligence. No question. No question. Well, Amber, thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk later when uh, this goes uh, to sentencing. Cause I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the exact date sometime in October. So we'll be talking in about a month probably. All right. Thanks again. And uh, stay tuned, guys. We'll see what happens. And I'll update you when I can. I'm Eric G. And you've been listening to Around the House. Somewhere unseen and undiscovered. is a love song let's be lovers we're all over the radio take my hand i know where to go all over the radio with you hey it's eric g from around the house are you planning a decking or siding project this year if you are you've got to check out my friends at millboard millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction hand molded from the finest oak 
It realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.